What's up and welcome to Fortitude in 15 with Sam Panich and Parker Yablon, presented by Elevation Nation. In 15 minutes, we're going to talk about what's going on in the real world and give you some tips and tricks on how to activate mental fortitude and conquer the real world. What's up, Sammy and Elevation Nation? How's it going? It's another Fortitude in 15. Coming to you, not live, but live for us. Hello, Elevation Nation. How you doing out there? It's a beautiful day in the district. Beautiful day in New York City. And we are ready to help you elevate your mindsets while we elevate ours. We got a fun topic for you today. If you haven't listened to our episode that was released on Tuesday with Ben Putzer. He is a college senior and also a founder of his own organization that he started in college. We talk with Ben all about his mindset when graduating, some of these adult decisions he has to make. Super interesting conversation, very relevant for a lot of our Elevation Nation audience out there. Give it a listen. But today, we're doing things a little bit differently. Parker, what's on the agenda for our Fortitude in 15 today, bro? Yeah, if you've been with us since the beginning, and I assume hopefully all of you have, and if not, it's okay, I'm just saying, to the OGs, Sam and I used to talk about a list uh, that we found on the internet one day as we were perusing, and what was it, like the 100 rules for life. We spent a few episodes going through that list, but I came across a new list, and it was a list that was created by not a dear friend, but a dear inspirer, as I like to call it. I This guy inspires me. His name is Jesse Itzler, entrepreneur, sports team owner, ultra marathoner, uh, jack of all trades guy. And the list was about what would you tell your 21-year-old self? So Sam... Let's do this again. He wrote down 10 things that he would have told his 21-year-old self. I believe he's in his late 50s now or in his 50s. I don't know. Let's go through each one. Let's talk. Let's see which ones we like, which ones we disagree with, uh, and let's try to elevate a little bit. How about that? Let's go. You know I love Jesse. Let's do it. What do we got? What's number one, Parker? Number number one. 10 or one? No, let's start with number one. No matter how far away your goal seems to be, believe in the end of your story. I feel like that's so much easier to say retroactively as a rich billionaire, but sure, I get what he's saying. I think a lot of people have self-doubt, and the stories that we have for ourselves, they're very hazy and vague. Some people have a very clear idea of what they want, but I think for a lot of folks out there, They're not exactly sure what they want to accomplish or what they want to achieve, but they know what they want to feel. And so I think as long as you believe in that feeling, that's what's most important. I'll be right back. Someone just ring my doorbell. And while Parker goes and runs to answer his doorbell, because I hope he doesn't cut this part out. This is is fun. This is what makes Elevation Nation legit and real. I think it's a lot easier, like I said, to look back on the fact and say, don't doubt your journey. What I think is more difficult to say is wherever my journey takes me, my mentality will make sure that I'm happy and okay. 
that I think is even more important than what Jesse said of, you know, know that your goals didn't reach or whatever the quote is exactly Parker, right? I think that's a lot easier to say looking back after you've made it. What I think is more important for young people is to realize that whatever direction you go, whatever missteps you have, whatever mistakes or successes you have, that'll take you to wherever you're going to be in 5, 10, 30, 40 years, know that the mentality and the mindset that you've crafted for yourself will keep you grounded, happy, fulfilled, and elevated. That I think is more important. Sam's like got a science behind all of this. If you've seen Ted Lasso, their main slogan for their team is stamped on the doorway going from the locker room to the field and it says believe believe i think i love this i think you know at the end of the day we're always trying to go and tackle our goals but what do you have if you're not believing that those are going to become true doubt uh nothing you have to believe in something so i i like this one you know maybe uh, agree to disagree all right, next one, Sam. Nice and easy. Be nice to everyone. Agreed. Two thumbs up from the peanut gallery. Agreed. Yeah, well, are you going to say be nice to everyone but me? When am I ever not nice to you, Parker? Don't give me that shit. You know I love you. So I read a book called The Four Agreements, and it was... It's one of my favorite books. It's so simple. I don't know if you've read it, Sam, or not. It's by Don Miguel Ruiz. And one of the principles is rooted in uh, the, the concept of be impeccable with your word. You know, be impeccable in the sense of be <laughs> intentional the way you speak. Don't be sinful when you talk about other people. Uh, because there's nothing good that comes out of that. And I think the way I think about that is it's not just the way you talk, it's the way you act too. Um, and being nice to everyone sometimes feel like it's harder than not, but um, something that is really, I think, easy that we can uh, truly elevate ourselves by doing. All right, number three. No matter what you do, care the most. Hmm. Oh, is that it? I thought there was... It's like be. a hardo. It's a hardo type of thing. <laughs> Care the most. That's tough. I think he's saying if you're, if you're doing something and you're, you're willing to sacrifice time or give time to it, you might as well put 100% effort into it and try your best. That's what That's I think. That's fair. I mean, I think a lot of the times we do things in a distracted state right? We don't actually hone in on what we're doing in that moment and dedicate ourselves fully to it. I mean, Parker, even think like the only time we truly unplug, we're off our phones and talking to one another is when we do the podcast, right? Like when we hang out, we're on our phones. It's just interesting. I think it's a little different though. Like caring is like, I'm invested. I'm in this. Like if this doesn't go well, I'm actually both like from a goal standpoint, missing my goal, but I'm also like almost uh, like to, taken down a little bit because I didn't get to where I wanted to go and because you care so much. Hmm. Interesting. All right. Next one. Trust your gut, not marketing or someone else's claims. So I'm, I want to add a story to this. I'm currently reading uh, Glennon Doyle's book, 
that I know Rich Keller would be really happy that I'm reading. And yeah. And in it, um, she talks about a story where she's trying to figure out if she should divorce her at the time husband because he cheated on her. And she started Googling questions. You know, what should I do if my husband cheated on me, but he's a great father? She started asking friends, therapists, counselors, books. She asked everyone but herself. And she talks about this concept of when I blocked out everyone else, giving me all these differing answers, and I just was silent and sat with myself, I was able to figure out the right answer for me. I think deep down inside of us, we know what we want to do or what we think is right in most decisions. But we are too nervous of what other people will think or say in reaction to that, that we try to essentially hedge our bets by asking all those people whose value or opinion we care about, all those perspectives, and trying to make our decision a little bit more massaged and like thought through. When really people would respect you if you just say what you wanted to do, trust your gut and say the reason why I'm doing this is because this is what my mind said was right. Yeah, no, I totally, I, I completely agree with that. I mean, when someone else is marketing something towards you or claiming something, that's from their perspective, not yours. Um, so oftentimes our gut is the right answer. Okay, number five, put yourself in exception in exceptional situations and exceptional things can happen. I, You and I both agree with this. No doubt, if you put yourself in the room, you're in the room and you could be... I'm not saying the room where it happened. You have to, bro. You're the Hamilton King. Come on, do it. I'm going to put myself in the room where it happened. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you got yeah. It. Um, but I love that. I think, you know, if you put yourself in really unique situations and you put yourself and surround yourself by people who you, who inspire you or where you see yourself going, why not try? And, you know, I think oftentimes you never know what's going to come as a result. Yeah. I think you need to put yourself in those situations and when you're in those situations, once a option or a concept or an idea or an opportunity is presented to you, uh, you just shouldn't throw away your shot. <laughs> oh, wait. Sorry. I have to be nice to you. Number two. Okay. I'm not one. throwing away my shot. All right. Number six. Don't let fear or lack of experience stop you. It's powerful throw it back to when we first joined our firms, right, Parker? That inexperience, that fear of us saying the wrong thing overwhelmed both of us. And we thought we didn't belong in that room. We had imposter syndrome. But really all we needed was we didn't need that experience. That experience would come with time. You can't present, you can't do anything to simulate experience, right? But what you can make up for for a lack of experience is your energy and your attitude. And once we figured out that people care way more about your energy and attitude in most of your jobs, most of your life, most of your relationships than your experience or your wisdom, I mean, I think we unlocked a key part of our success as young adults. I don't know if you feel the same way, but that was a huge turning point for me. Yeah. It, I mean, it, it's understanding what you bring to the table. And, you know, oftentimes we're fearful of, of the things that we're unknowing about. So, you know, if I go into that job and I have to learn how to, you know, to date code data, but I have no idea. That's gonna be pretty fearful and scary for me because I have no idea. But I knew, you know, in that time, that self awareness, that 
You know, I'm going to be a team player. I'm going to try to do my best and hopefully along the way gain some experience. So love that one. Thank you, Jesse. Number seven, if you work for someone, make yourself irreplaceable at work. I think that's really interesting. Why work for someone at all? Come on, we're not getting there. Like most people don't work. Bro, Jesse didn't work for anyone. He wrote that down. He doesn't even work for someone. He did probably at some point. I'm sure at some point, but he he's basically saying that you're you're irreplaceable if you bring something to the table that someone I know you work with values you and you I and agree I both to those that very well. You're very replaceable, Jesse. If you're listening, I love you, man. You're an inspiration. But when was the last Be time nice. you worked for someone else? That's my question. Jeez, oh, I'm <laughs> in case you're always working for someone else. If you run a company, you're working for someone else. Amanda's irreplaceable to Jesse. She followed that tip. That's for sure. We love you, Amanda. You crush it. All right. You ready? Put yourself in positions where you can attract luck. Luck matters. Just show This is up. like the other one. This is like the other one of surround yourself with the right peer- people or whatever he said. I totally agree with that. I mean, Parker, what's half the reason why we have a podcast where we get to interview cool people? We're making our own luck. I mean, I think... I, I think showing up to that next gen summit where we just so happened to meet Rich Keller, which like led on this whole journey, like that was straight up luck. Those things happen. And it, it started from us just showing up to an event that we were fearful to go to at first to meet people. Um, cool. I like that one. Nine, build a resume of experiences, adventures, and chances. Start now. Build your life resume. Trademarked. Do the things that you want to do. Do the things that you love to do. Uh, do the things that you search on Instagram and you see other people do. Why can't you do that? Um, sometimes it takes a little bit of money. Sometimes it takes a little bit of access. Sometimes it takes a little bit of luck to be put in those circumstances. But if you're more intentional, like we talked about last week, maybe you can make it a reality. Parker, you'd be proud of me. I did something very intentional this weekend, just as a sidebar. Everyone was gone this weekend. It was rainy and disgusting in DC. I had nothing to do. I decided I need to pick up another hobby because I'm bored. And what I decided to do was I'm challenging myself. Every week, I want to cook one dish that I've never made before. And so, do you wonder what I made yesterday? I'm very excited. Chicken tikka masala. No, that's a good guess though. I am making my own half sour dill pickles i'm very excited i don't know why you're rolling your eyes at me yeah thank you no i mean it's not really like cooking it's more you're right the day before day before i did seafood pasta and then tonight i'm doing a chimichurri sauce which i've never made before i like that yeah i'm glad do what makes you happy thank you i'll send you some pickles all right and number 10 last but not least whatever you do do it with enthusiasm Don't underestimate the power of enthusiasm. I built entire businesses based on enthusiasm. That's the damn fucking truth, Jesse. Hell yeah. Passion, man. If you're not passionate about the things that you do, who is going to be passionate about those things that you do? If you're not passionate about the thing you're trying to sell, the work that you're trying to do and sell to others, you're expecting them to be passionate if you're not, right? And if you're not passionate about something... Be passionate about being curious. Parker and I have hundreds of guests on the podcast where I have no freaking idea what they're talking about. 
And maybe it's not a passion of mine, but what I am passionate about is why they love it. Be curious, be passionate about being curious, and that genuine interest in someone else's passion will connect you. There it is. Jesse's uh, 10 things that he would tell his younger self. Uh, hopefully, we'll come across more lists like this and we can break them down. I think this was a good starting point and maybe we'll bring back the old list that we had because I know we only got through like 40 of them. But we went over... Maybe we'll have Jesse on to talk about this list one day. One day, one day. Um, but that is it, Elevation Nation. Until next week. Peace.